Hello, this is Alexander Siddig, and you're listening to Neil Before Pod, and don't tune out. Neil Before Blog presents... Neil Before Pod. Welcome to our Neil Before Pod Flashcast. It's not every day that history is made by a piece of casting, but it was three days ago, two days ago, and I'm here with Kat discussing it. I'm your host, Craig. Hello, Kat. Hello. How are you? I'm, I'm very good, thank you. I'm actually really excited to talk about this, because um, it's, it's, yeah, it's a piece of history, and I'm so glad to kind of be it, where it happens, like... Um, but yeah, let's let's uh, tell us what we're talking about, Craig. <laughs> we are talking about the casting of the new Doctor Who lead, who is uh, female for the first time in fifty something years, fifty two years, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a big deal, and uh, it's good to it's good to be there with a couple of days to reflect because there's a lot of passionate reactions out there shall we say but uh... oh yeah <laughs> and it was bound to be the case um it's it's sad to see um negative reactions to something so like positive and nice like i i just i can only see it as a nice thing and it's just you know it it reminds us of the kinds of people who exist in the world who just can't be happy with with happy news and they will find they will find a, a grim kind of outlook on anything i personally am very very happy both with the fact that the doctor is finally a lady um and with the fact that it's jodie whittaker because i really like her as an actress i think uh she's she has a lot of um comedic skill she's also fantastic in drama uh, I've seen her on a couple of um, TV things. There was a there was a film last year at Edinburgh Film Festival, actually, uh, Adult Life Skills, which was really really funny. That's uh, but, I know her from. Yeah. yeah, she was she was fantastic in that. Uh, it was funny, but also quite sad. It had a great balance. It had you know a lot for her to play with. Uh, I've also seen her on a show called. Um, oh no, what's it called? Oh my god, what was it called? <laughs> Edit this out. Um, <laughs> um, oh God, my Broad gosh! Church? No, I no, haven't seen Broadchurch. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't actually seen Broadchurch. She was on a show about uh, London firefighters, uh, which I forget the title of. Oh, the smoke, <laughs> the smoke. It's called the smoke. Um, and it, she was really good in that. That was pure drama. Um, really, really great show. And I'm sure I'm sure she's great in um, on Broadchurch as well. Um, it, that show has actually been on my list for quite some time. But I think she's going to do a great job, and I'm very, very excited. 
And just watching the trailer actually kind of brought tears to my eyes. And I didn't expect that at all. I was just kind of, you know, I just put it on because uh, it came up. And I just felt so inspired from that 60-second clip that I was like, wow, I can't imagine what it'll be like when she's actually actually the doctor and we get to see her waltz around and stuff. That's going to be great. Yeah, I didn't see the, the trailer at first. That wasn't how I found out. It was just... Mm. I saw people chatting about it on Twitter. You know, it just came up, hashtag Doctor Who, so I clicked on it, and it mm-hmm. was, that was how I found out. I didn't know there was actually a trailer until hours later. Yeah. Uh, I thought they'd maybe just mentioned it at the tennis, but I don't like tennis, so I was never going to sit and watch the mm. the men's final or whatever the, the reveal happened on. So, yeah, I wish I'd kind of found out by watching the trailer, because the way it, I can imagine the way it built up was quite tense, because you see the, the figure walking through the, the woods... Um, it's unclear what the gender is until the the hood comes off and stuff. So I wish I'd seen it that way and found out that way, but hmm. it is what it is. Yeah, that's true. I also found out um, from just text announcements and articles that came out just after uh, the announcement had aired. Um, I think I was at work, so you know I wouldn't be watching the tennis at that time anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm. I'm glad that reaction has mostly been been good, um, with of course the the inevitable outcry of misogynists on the internet everywhere, just suddenly thinking like the like their world is ending <laughs> just yeah. because there's a slight change. Um, but I think I think this was inevitable in terms of you know regenerations. The even even. Matt Smith's doctor at some point said, you know, oh, I'm not a girl yet, and I'm not ginger again. Oh, okay, fine. You know, I'm a, like he was expecting or waiting for that to happen. So I I was kind of expecting that to happen down the line anyway. Yeah, and it's been it's been part of the show's canon for a number of years now. You know, it's it was at first referred to in that Neil Gaiman episode, and then it actually happened with the Master. Spoilers. And... Mm. Um, and yeah, that and with a general, a, a, a Gallifrey in general, in the season nine finale, yeah, mm-hmm. nine. yeah. So it's it's been possible for a long time. People have just been ignoring it. I think um, it was inevitable. And actually, I kind of thought the um, I'm kind of surprised they took the punt on it at this point. I thought they would have maybe went for a you know a, a black actor or something at first mm-hmm. to kind of test the water, you know, but. There would have been as much of an outcry of that over that, unless it was oh, for sure. Elba, in which case everyone would have. Loved it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's too big for that kind of thing now. Well, he still does Luther, but that's less episodes. Hmm. Yeah. So, I th- I think the casting is good. Um, in terms of how it's going to actually be, uh, it all depends on the writing for me. You know, you can have the best actor in the world, but if they've got rubbish scripts, then they're going to be rubbish. Uh, no matter how good the talent involved is. So, um, like Peter Capaldi's early days, I thought they were rubbish. Matt Smith, as good an actor as he is, you know, I, I pretty much stopped watching the show at one point because I just wasn't enjoying it at all. So we'll see what Chris Shibnall does for script-wise. Hmm. And with his writing team and so on. Um, it all depends on that at this point. For sure. Um, I've seen a lot of speculation about Shibnall's writing 
um, online, particularly with regards to how he's going to handle a female doctor. Um, uh, remind me again what else he's worked on? Broadchurch. Oh, okay. Maybe that's <laughs> that's what what inspired the casting, perhaps. Okay. Uh, well, I haven't. It's it's the only the only thing I haven't seen. Um, so I can't I can't gauge from that. And besides, it's quite dramatic. Where where Doctor Who is obviously you know more family friendly, and therefore you know will have a lot more comedy in it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, let's see, let's see how he does. Uh, I'm very open-minded with with anything that's you know kind of fundamentally changing like this. So you know, I've seen a lot of people kind of going, oh, he he's you know kind of untested. He hasn't done anything like Doctor Who before. So you know, as if that's a bad thing. But well, he I has think literally done Doctor Who. So yeah. Yeah. he's written six episodes of Doctor Who, so hmm. I think he knows what he's walking into. Yeah, I think. Said. Yeah, I think. I think. That, but but you know, like to be given the reins for for the show now, like that's quite major. Um, but I'm I'm very very optimistic about the the combination, and hopefully, you know, they'll deliver a nice story. I'm I'm very much. Um, an arc kind of story person. Like I really enjoy, especially in Doctor Who, um, kind of the, the, the arc that spans the entire season um, and kind of, you know, seeing the clues that are laid in early on and then kind of build towards a bigger mystery towards the end. I really like that. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see what's going to be this, this new, this new Doctor story. Yeah. I think Doctor Who's not, uh, always successful with its arc storytelling. Mm, yeah. I think Russell T. Davies was better at it than Moffat is. His arcs tend to be overly convoluted and he forgets what they're supposed to be about by the time he's resolving them. So, <laughs> um, I actually prefer the kind of standalone nature for Doctor Who. I like the idea of just stumbling into a situation and then figuring it out rather than everything all tying together. You know, um, And that's what I liked about the most recent season at least hmm. in the early era episodes where there was just stuff going on and, and they were reacting to it rather than you know, rather than all building into the, the Daleks are coming back in a few episodes. Hmm. Oh, I always hate those kind of... The reveal is either going to be the Daleks, the Master or the Cybermen. <laughs> or, you know, or a combination thereof. So, yeah. I guess so. Um, it has. I, I don't know that it's always been the case. Um, Pretty much, though. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't finished... I haven't even finished the first Capaldi season. Um, reason being that I disliked Capaldi's Doctor um, very much. I just r really didn't like him as as a person. He was mean and unkind, and for me, a bit undoctorly. Like that wasn't what I wanted the Doctor to be. And so I stopped watching. I think about four or five episodes in to Capaldi's first season. So perhaps perhaps it's worth um, catching up, especially as there have been changes in the recent season, from what I hear anyway, from what I've been told. Um, and yeah, I'm mostly excited to see where they're going to take it with Whitaker's Doctor. So I'm, I'm inclined to catch up and see where that goes. I would suggest skipping the first Capaldi season entirely and going Ooh. straight to his second. Mm -hmm. the, the first one is just routinely bad. There's a couple of good episodes in there, but on the whole, it's just 
well, I just found it pretty unwatchable most of the time. Mm. Um, second, his second series is when they they stopped recycling Matt Smith scripts. I think <laughs> and, and came up with something for him. So if you were, yeah, if you were feeling that there was a bit of disjoint to his character, that was why. Uh, I think they were just retooling Matt Smith stuff and trying to overlay behaviour that wouldn't fit this current version. Oh, I see. I've, that's a very interesting um, take on it. I think that makes sense, yeah, about the disconnect for sure. Um, because it didn't, it just didn't gel. You had a very different character handling things that perhaps would have come up with Matt Smith's doctor, but he was handling everything kind of wrongly, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, and he was acting that's like a not, child. Yeah, and it's like, that's not what he would, what are you doing? Um, and yeah, I was quite, quite upset about that. But yeah, that's a good piece of advice. I think I might just go into the second season straight away. Yeah, the, the first season ends with Cybermen and convoluted death stuff. It's, it's really bad. But yeah, his second series is really good, apart from a couple of stinkers. Mm. Um, but they, they basically experiment with a format where they're telling two-part stories. So essentially you get a film over two weeks, like 80 minutes worth of story, which gives them a bit of time to play around with you know some of the bigger concepts because they don't have to rush to the resolution by the end of the 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it worked It worked for me in most cases. Some cases it's like, yeah, this story could have been told in 40 minutes. You know, it's, yes. the, it's, the, it's the second last Harry Potter problem sometimes. So oh, you had, yeah. You had something you could do in two hours and you've taken four and a half to do it for some reason. Uh, for uh, th- That reason is money, usually, yes, for yes. movies especially. Yeah. Um, but, but TV shows as well, I guess. You know, it's like um, we have a... <laughs> the, 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 there was a um, relevant quote from a Greek TV show, but I can't... loosely translates to... Um, just stretch it so that we can we can make another episode out of it. Basically, um, it's like it's like the, the soap opera concept where you have a very very simple story and you stretch it over say sixty episodes and not much happens. So there's just a lot of um, repetition, a lot of uh, just characters asking the same questions and getting the same answers purely to fill the screen time. Um, and I feel like that happens a lot with. Uh, TV series where the plot is quite thin. Um, yeah. We've built yeah. the sets, we're going to keep using them. Yes, essentially. <laughs> we can't afford a new location, we're going to keep using this one. <laughs> yeah, that's pragmatic, I suppose, but yeah, Series 9, so much better. And Series 10, yeah. also mostly quite good, apart from the middle part where it starts to sag, but I don't know. It just, mm. it, yeah, no Doctor Who series is perfect, I suppose. I guess so. Yeah. So in terms of this upcoming Doctor, what do you think they're going to do with the kind of personality? I mean, the, oh, I don't the... know. I can't. I can't predict this. Uh, anything I say will be proven wrong. Really. Um, I can't. I can't possibly. Um, I hope that she is smart. I hope that. Well, that's a good um, <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, is it? Is it though? Is it though? Um, well, she'll be a perhaps a particular. <laughs> um, smart, but like. Smart but not arrogant, because uh, that's because I don't like arrogance in the Doctor. It's the reason I didn't like um, David Tennant's Doctor, because he was very arrogant. Uh, as was Capaldi, I guess, which is why I didn't warm up to him. Matt um, Smith was very because there's. Mm, I think Tennant was more arrogant. 
he he literally walks around saying, I'm the best, I'm the smartest, I know everything, and you guys are wrong, and you guys are stupid because you don't listen to me. Um, there's the, there's an attitude difference, which um, I'm I'm just hoping that you know she doesn't do that. Um, mostly because you know I just don't like I don't I don't like arrogance in any kind of character. Um, I hope that her her story gets to explore kind of parts of the Doctor's story that we haven't seen before. Um, I would like not to revisit existing kind of conflicts and stuff we already know, because, like, yeah, okay. Um, I mean, you know, but parts of it, of course, you know, will we see the Daleks again? Of course we will. Yeah, uh, will we see the Cybermen again? Of course we will. Um, you know, like, all, all of these things, for sure. Um, but I would like, I would like to find out kind of monumental things about the Doctor uh, and perhaps, you know, the Doctor's past in the way that we found out say about the war doctor back in that uh special like just kind of like more answers about his 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 underlying mystery her underlying mystery um yeah it's so exciting to change pronouns in this case it's so exciting <laughs> my it's gosh gonna, yes it's gonna be a nightmare from a review point of view for when they especially <laughs> when it refers to previous incarnations so. to previous yes mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll just be like, in the past, he has done this, but now she yeah. does this. It's going to be... Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's going to be very interesting to navigate, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think they shouldn't sort of lean into the the femininity of it, I suppose, because um, I think the the good thing about the, the Doctors is you can slot them into... You could slot any Doctor into any episode and it would largely play out the same. I mean, their their, their methods would be a little bit different. But mm-hmm. in general, you'd get to the same place. You know, the the result would be the same. You know, the lack of violence, the the thinking their way out of the problem. Um, and I think there's definitive traits that every doctor should have. You know, compassion, uh, curiosity, passion, you know, that kind of stuff. And there's nothing about that specifically any gender, really, in, in any of them. You know, I've never, I've never thought the doctor was especially masculine. Hmm. No, for sure. Yeah, um, I I don't think that that would um, add anything to you know if they focused if that became you know I think it would detract if anything from the character. Uh, as as you say, it should. It's it's interchangeable. It's why he can turn into a woman and it, he is the same person. She is the same. You know, yeah. like different personality, of course, but. You know, like that 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 part had always been in the doctor, and now she's just coming to the surface, and that's that's it. You know, so absolutely agree with you. Yeah. The only narrative changes I'd like to see is, and you would get the same with the black actor if he goes far or she goes back far enough back in time, people will stop listening mm. to her. And I think mm. that's it's a good thing to do because it's not denying that that history happened. So if she turns up in Victorian London, which happens quite often. Um, you should probably expect a bit of an attitude change from people in authority. You know, like a white guy mm-hmm. can go pretty much anywhere in time and space and be okay, but you know, women or people of color. Oh, that is not true. So much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that is absolutely true. Um, and it will be interesting to see uh, that kind of coming to play, but then be subverted because you know, obviously 
it's it's Doctor Who. You know, we're not going to end on a depressing note. It's not going to be like, well, you're a woman, so uh, whatever. And then just kind of end scene <laughs> credits. <laughs> like that's it. That's the episode. I really, I really don't think that that's uh, ever going to happen. Um, and seeing that kind of attitude subverted and changed, and you know, especially seeing how it will play into perhaps historical events, I'm I'm very curious to see how they're going to go about that. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Although I'm half expecting a really insensitive suffragette episode. Oh no! Do you think? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, I don't oh, know no. writing at all, apart from some episodes of Torchwood that were. It's not. not good. Listen, it's not Moffat. Like Moffat's already had a go at the suffragettes and Sherlock, and that was terrible. Um, <laughs> so I'm hoping, I'm hoping Shibnall has like learned from that and just, you know, just if you're gonna do it, don't do what what Moffat did, <laughs> basically, because that episode was pants. Um, <laughs> so. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah, um, stay away hopefully, from I'm just really yeah. crossing my fingers here, yeah, um, because, oof, that's, yeah, now that you mentioned it, I'm going to worry about this until <laughs> it happens, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I can see the, the show not really addressing the, the gender change at all, other than maybe on a story level where, you know, people of the past dismiss her because she's a woman and women are not regarded well in society at that specific time uh, hmm. you know they, they could do other things like she becomes the queen of some kind of alien planet primitive alien planet or something you know you, it could all happen hmm. you know it could go in any direction in that sense I suppose you know I've never been a queen before or something like that um, I could see lines like that getting trotted out mm-hmm. it's, yeah it, it's all to play for I think um as I said before, it depends on the writing. I don't know how, what the approach is going to be in terms of how the character is. Is it going to be a darker character? Is it going to be a, a more whimsical character? You know, which Doctor is it going to resemble the most? Because everyone, every one of the modern Doctors has kind of got an analogue in the older Doctors. Hmm. I don't know if that will happen. Yeah, for sure. But I suppose they invite comparisons by existing anyway. So. Exactly. Um, I'm, I hope that that's not going to be the focus. Um, mostly because, you know, like let's let's breathe some new life. I'm I'm hoping that this casting choice will breathe some new life into story choices, into the character itself. Like I'd, I'd rather not um, dwell on it in such a way, but. Yeah. We'll see what they'll do. But I mean, it's an incredibly progressive step forward. Uh, people talk about it as if it's the first major sci-fi franchise to do this, but like Star Trek did it 22 years ago with, you know, when they had Captain For Janeway. sure. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't go so far as to say that, but it is, you know, for... For the show itself, just for Doctor Who, like you know, we've been we've been waiting for this for quite some time, um, and it's great that it has happened, and it paves the way for for other changes and for other kind of progressive steps forward and other kind of creative liberties that they can take because you know the sky is the limit, quite literally. You know, the universe is the limit. You could literally have anything, anything at all. <laughs> yeah. So you know, just just go forth and create and make good stories is is my takeaway from this. Yeah, one of the biggest roles in uh, 
fictional history uh, can now be played by anyone, which, mm. is, which is interesting. You know, and um, it'll open the door for other things. I don't think it'll be too long until James Bond is gender fluid as well, perhaps. Mm. Um, maybe that'll take a bit longer, but um, I think you'll see a black James Bond before you see a, a female James Bond. But I've probably said that about Doctor Who, so who knows? What do I know? <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. I mean, it's something that's not come up in the the media a lot is the fact that the Doctor could now be essentially a a transgender icon, which is an interesting thought. I mean, for sure, the fact that there is Time Lords generally, yeah. um, the fact that they have that um, possibility to change genders. Of course, of course, it's an icon. Yeah, um, and I'm sure that this will be very inspirational uh for trans youths everywhere um i hope so anyway i suppose the major difference is the the doctor doesn't choose to change gender whereas people have to to an extent that's true yes Mm -hmm. Uh, obviously they're trapped in the wrong gender initially but there is that choice in admitting it and um doing something about it as well Hmm. yeah i'm just i'm just interested to see what, what goes on i'm always I'm always on board for a new Doctor actor. I think um, I'll always root for them at first because you don't know anything about them up front. You know, everyone said Capaldi was too old, and well, he's not. But <laughs> no, I mean, I never. Yeah, I guess um, I, I never thought he was too old. I just didn't like his Doctor's personality. Um, that had nothing to do with his age. Everything to do with the fact that he lied and sent people to their deaths and didn't even care. Um, but that <laughs> that that was my problem. Um, I think that was the point where I stopped watching. Uh, he yes, sent somebody to his death. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. He just sent somebody to his death, lied to his face, and when Clara was like, "Hey, you just sent that guy to his death," and he was like, "Eh." There's always casualties. Like, seriously? <laughs> seriously? Is this the doctor? Like, what? what is going on? Um, you know, and that, yeah, had nothing to do with his age. Um, as as that, that kind of iteration of the doctor. Because let's not forget, <laughs> the doctor is a very, very old individual. Um, I don't, I don't have, I haven't kept track of the doctor's age. I mean, how old would... He be now um, Capaldi as he as says, a doctor. He says he's over two thousand. Oof! Well, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Because um, you had that long time when Matt Smith's version just sat sat on a planet for hundreds of years for quite some time. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. it opens up this other can of worms when it comes to you know the the physical appearance when they regenerate. Is that like? You know, is Capaldi regenerated older in terms of his physical condition as well? You know, is he, you know, does he have a shorter lifespan in that version than the Matt Smith version would have, for instance, because he's mm. physically younger, or is it just an affectation? Mm, I don't, I don't know that there's a lifespan depending on. Uh, is that kind of um, oh, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Has that been established through previous iterations of the Doctor that if he's older physically, then he lives less it's until until he has confirmed. to regenerate? Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so. I, mean, I would like that not was, to be the case. When it was first on, he was written as an old man, but that's because they didn't think they would ever need to 
you know, they would have the longevity to regenerate. So he was just an yeah. old guy traveling through time, which mm-hmm. is, you know, that's what he was. And then he regenerated into someone younger because they wanted a younger actor who could play it for longer and so on. Mm. And and now we're, we are where, where we are, where he's 2000 years old and still going. Um, but yeah, the physical age thing, it's one of these things I don't really want to explain because it's something that you can talk about forever and hmm. you can come up with different arguments for and against. So like but the the Matt Smith version, he was a very, very old man in terms of his physical condition before hmm. he died in inverted commas. And the Capaldi version, you know, he looks like he's in his 50s, which, you know, a Time Lord in their 50s is probably still a teenager. But... Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. It's, it's interesting to think because now uh, in terms of physicality, he's regenerating into a 30-odd-year woman. So, hmm. you know, someone who can, in theory, run again, I suppose. I mean, yeah. Capaldi does some running, but not for a long time. <laughs> he, he, he kind of has short bursts, and then he arrives where he needs to be. Yes. And he doesn't run around the TARDIS. He can fly it properly because he doesn't run, you know, run around pressing hmm. buttons and flicking switches and looking busy. Better. That's a debate for another time, I suppose. <laughs> for sure. I just don't want the episode where they sit down and say, now this is why it took me 13 goes to become a woman and this is, <laughs> this is what happens when I regenerate and, you know, stuff like that. Don't really need <laughs> to know that stuff. We don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. Um, let's see. I'm very, very optimistic. Roll on roll on December. Well, I wouldn't say December is going to be a, an indicator because it'll be... The special, but still... Yeah, it always ends on a joke. You know, the, mm. the new Doctor has one or two lines, it's a joke. Yeah, um, perhaps. Capaldi talked about the colour of his kidneys. And, um, mm. and Matt Smith was yelling about, you know, not being... Fish fingers and custard. Yeah. Well, that wasn't until later, but yeah. Yeah, that's uh, true. Mm. So the, those two minutes that she spends in the Christmas special will tell you nothing. Because the personality mm. will be in flux at that point and you won't know. So it's not until... Oh, that's true, yeah. It, she won't solidify until later. Yeah, mm. Probably won't be till next Easter. Mm, okay. Yeah. So we've got a long time to wait. <laughs> <laughs> but, but um, yeah, I think we've exhausted the reveal as much as possible. There's a bit of excitement. I think uh, so. <laughs> yes. There's some nerd rage. You've got to love some nerd rage. Uh, I, I don't particularly, but you know. <laughs> I don't know, I've enjoyed reading comments. Some of them are very funny. Um, <laughs> it's even funnier to think that they're serious because it's they read like a parody of someone who's trying to be annoyed at something. Hmm. But you know, it, it's happened, it's going to happen. If you don't like it, don't watch the show. I'm sure it'll survive and gain oh, yeah. new viewers in the process and... I'm guessing that first episode of the series will be one of the most watched things on the BBC ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hopefully it stays that way. Yeah. Uh, but I guess it'll depend on whether it's good. So Shibnall has... Yeah, unless it's rubbish, in which case yeah. it doesn't deserve to be watched. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I mean, you know, Shibnall yeah. has, um, you know, a big big shoes to fill in terms of, you know, like big big expectations to meet, rather. Yeah. Um, and because I'm sure that everybody's, you know, looking to him now. Yeah, and I think it's time for Moffat to leave. I think he's given mm. all he can, really. But new doesn't always mean better, mm-hmm. as Moffat proved with Russell T Davies. I think Russell T Davies is better, but well, yeah. Russell T Davies was new once. Yes, he was. 
you know? So, yeah. And he was better than nothing. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At first he was better than nothing. He'd been a Doctor Who since, well, <laughs> that movie in the late 90s. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's the reveal. We've I think we've talked as much as we can about this well, this this trailer that doesn't even show you anything. Yes. So do you have any final points? Um I'm excited and uh, this is going to get me to watch the show again. So, you know, they've they've succeeded in bringing one person back. I'm sure I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure more people uh, are where I am as well. Yeah. Well, you can catch up on series nine and and let me know what you think. Yeah, well. certainly. Yeah, it's it's good. I haven't rewatched it since it was on, but I do want to one of these days. If anyone wants to pay me to sit around and watch TV, that'd be great. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> but no one is <laughs> so far. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, I'm excited too. Um, so thanks for joining for this quick chat, and thus endeth the flashcast. So please subscribe on iTunes, YouTube, or any major podcasting app. And a special thanks to YouTubers Jurassic Dave and 331 E-Rock for the supplied music. And catch us next time on Neil Before Pod. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye.